Welcome back to the Nerdy Merc, where you will find all things comic books, culture, current events, and the like. This is Jeff, and I am the Nerdy Merc. Like the podcast, subscribe, make sure you leave a five-star review. Okay, show of hands. How many of you know from where the intro bumper music comes for this section? Just curious. Let me know. 317-978-NERD. 317-978-6373. Shoot me a text. Leave me an angry voicemail. Give me a call. Email me, Jeff at Nerdy Merc. Find me on Facebook, The Nerdy Merc. Find me on Instagram, Nerdy Merc 79. Find me on Parlor at Nerdy Merc. I'm all over the place. So go ahead and shoot me a message. Let me know if you know the answer to that question. I'm curious. But we have to abandon that trivia because we have other trivia. Aha, that's a nice segue. So uh, this week's trivia question was, which pop star tried to buy Marvel Studios just so that they could be either Spider-Man or Professor X? Which pop star tried to buy Marvel Studios so that he could be either Professor X or Spider-Man? And the answer is... Okay, I was a little faster with the question. Michael Jackson. So, to the one person that actually answered, you're correct. Yes, I did only have one response to that. I, I don't know. I don't know how to drive my Facebook traffic. I share it on my own page, uh, and I tell people to go comment and like there, but I just, I just don't have much Facebook traffic. But the answer was Michael Jackson, so congratulations, Sean Michael Jackson. Uh, you're listening to The Nerdy Merc. The, 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 the Mandalorian. Oh, wait. Oh, crap, the mic's on. <laughs> well, if you're hearing this, then obviously it must be time for our Mandalorian recap. And if you recall the previous episode where Mando and Frog Lady and Baby Yoda, who had to have been belly almost first bursting full of eggs, um, took off from that icy planet and they ended up on some... But for lack of a better way of putting it, Waterworld. Uh, I mean, from from a distance, it looked like it could have been another Earth, but where they landed was was heavily was mostly water. And of the species walking around, you had some Mon Calamari and some other. I can't think of the the, the pretty much aquatic species, as you might expect in an aquatic port. And so Mando lands. In a really humorous way, uh, his big old huge hunk of junk. Now, the spawn watched this with me and concluded that the crane things that were used there in the port were just recycled ATATs. Uh, okay. But anyway, so Mando's on a mission to find more Mandalorians. And this one aquatic squid looking dude comes up to him and is like, uh, I know where to find Mandalorians with Beskar and all that stuff. While Yoda, or baby Yoda, just plays with his food. Who's literally trying to face hug him like in the movie Aliens. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, so they, they get Mando and Yoda onto their ship. And it's a trap. They, they, they figured out a pretty good way of... of 
of trapping Mando. And, and if other Mandalorians hadn't hopped in, they would have killed him probably. So these Mandalorians were, were, I'm, I'm, they were a different sect of Mandalorians. They actually take their helmets off, which immediately raised uh, Mando's suspicions about them. He's like, wait a minute, you're not Mandalorian. What is this? Where'd you get that armor? You know, he went full Mando on him. And they, uh, so they save him and Baby Yoda, but they come to find out they're, they're from a different sect of Man, of Mandalore, or, or of Mandalorian. I don't know as much about Mandalorians as I should. Just telling you right now. I like them, but I don't know as much as I should. But the leader was Bo-Katan. Now, that name didn't mean anything to me, but it meant something to the spawn when, um, when it was said. And it was explained to me that that's Mandalorian royalty. So they want uh, all the weapons from the ship because uh, the cargo, or they want all the weapons from an Imperial cargo ship because those weapons, as are explained, belong to Mandalorians or Mandalore. So uh, Mando decides to go ahead and help them. And in the middle of the hijack, they kind of change the deal and say, no, we're taking the ship. And like, look, you can either help us or don't. But if you don't help us, you're not getting our help finding, you know, where you're, what you're looking for, which are Jedi. So, oh, by the way, this whole time, Baby Yoda's being babysat by those frog people. What can go wrong? (laughs) And you see little tadpoles that are bursting out of the eggs. It's adorable. But anyway, back to the ship. Uh, they, it turns out that uh, Bo-Katan, the Mandalore, Mandalorian royalty lady, she, she is after something specific, and the captain of that ship will know where it is. And turns out, she's after Moff Gideon's dark saber. You see it towards the end of season one, when he cuts out of the crash TIE fighter. And... They, they were able to get the ship, kill the Imperial crew, and all is right in the world except Moff Gideon is not happy, obviously. But you only see him in a hologram. And the show ends with uh, Baby Yoda, or Mandalorian, going back to those frog people and collecting Baby Yoda, who was playing with a little tadpole-looking thing. And, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was about to eat it, but it was saved. Ta-da! Tra-la-la, the end. You're listening to The Nerdy Merc. So you guys know I'm a comic book nerd, right? Yeah. Did you all, did you guys know that Thanos fought the Avengers millions of years ago? No, for real, he did. This was now the um, the Avengers number thirty eight. Now, now when I say the Avengers number thirty eight, I think we're like volume four or volume five by now, because every time you get an old series and you finish it up, or some some of them are still going from when they originally started, I think. But let's say you get. Um, let's do Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer's first series started in the late 60s and went, uh, I don't know, until the early 70s. Well, that would be called Volume 1. In 1980, I think, or 81, early 80s somewhere, there was another Silver Surfer series that started up. Silver Surfer series. Wow. Say that five times fast. But there was another one that started up, and at number one, that would be Silver Surfer Volume 2. So, whichever one of the Avengers runs is current, I don't know if it's Volume 
four or five or whatever. And number 38, which unfortunately Marvel Unlimited only goes to 34 of that series. I don't know why they haven't continued. Hopefully it'll get caught up soon because I'd like to read this crap. Sorry, not crap. But in Avengers number 38, now this is according to CBR.com, as mirth, as mirth, <laughs> as Earth's mightiest heroes prepare for the start of the Enter the Phoenix event storyline, the issue reveals the secrets of Mephisto throughout the history of the Marvel Universe. Now, Mephisto is kind of a neat character. He's always been kind of the whisperer. He's, he's the devil in the Marvel world. You see him once in the, um, what was it, the, the Ghost Rider movie. It's the only time I can think of that he's appeared on screen, at least in motion picture type stuff. Uh, he's kind of a neat character. I like him. Um, anyway, but yeah, he's, so he's, he's basically the devil. Yeah, yeah, just go ahead and sign your soul over to me. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. And the demonic character has recently been playing an intricate game. Uh, he's been manipulating several parties, such as Atlantis, the Vampires, and the Squadron Supreme to become the Avengers' latest enemy. So just behind the strings, or behind the scenes, pulling the strings. But his influence actually stretches much further than that. In fact, it turns out that Mephisto has been the devil on the shoulder of many villains throughout history. He was the one behind the rampage of the Hulk after the team originally united, and he also convinced Apocalypse to attempt to take the world over. What's more, it turns out Mephisto even brought the Mad Titan to Earth a very long time ago to face off with the Avengers of 1000 BC. Now, these are not the same Avengers that you currently know, although pretty much every character has its counterpart with the current Avengers. Uh, the pre the uh, they're led by Mjolnir wielding Odin, uh, comprised of a wizard, Agamotto, you know, the Eye of Agamotto, uh, the Phoenix, uh, the Starbrand, and the first Black Panther, Iron Fist, and Ghost Rider. They assembled at the dawn of time to defeat a dangerous celestial. Now, they look cool, not gonna lie. And I really want to read this book series. I hope I get a chance to. But anyway, I thought you might enjoy that since uh, you're listening to me and I do like talking about comic books. And uh, I, I suck at endings. Sorry, I do. You're listening to The Nerdy Merc. Yo! Dinosaurs still exist. No, for real though. This video of a gigantic gator at a Florida golf club um, amid tropical storm ETA. ETA, that was a tropical storm. Are we really coming out? Like, are we really done? Have we completely run out of names out of the tropical storm name hat? ETA? So, what's ETA's ETA? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, I had to share this one. Unfortunately, this one is a much better visual. So go go, go to go go do go do your Bing search, gigantic gator Florida golf club, and you will see this gator whose legs this this thing probably stands as high as conservatively a Great Pyrenees. 
I'm not kidding. This thing is massive, and it just rump and it just waddles off like, yo, I know I'm the boss around here, and I'm sure it is. But this thing is dinosaurs still exist. That's all I'm saying. That's the reason for the music you're hearing is freaking dinosaurs, man. You know, Doctor Wu is in his lab. You know taking pipettes and splicing genes and and making female dinosaurs that are going to turn male later on and freaking eat us all when they break through the electrical fences. <laughs> now, nah, for real, though, go check out this freaking gator. It is enormous. <laughs> like, it's freaking huge. You're listening to the Nerdy Merc. Amazon partners to connect vehicles to cloud computing services. Okay, color me, color me intrigued. According to an article on One American News Network, OANN.com, a Dutch chipmaker, NXP Semiconductors, I guess NXP Semiconductors is the name of the business, on Tuesday said it had entered a had entered a strategic entered should be into a strategic relationship with amazon.com's cloud computing unit to help cars communicate with data centers why do cars need to communicate with data centers i'm serious i can't figure that out someone help me out here what am i uh, what am i missing here it says that nxp is one of the biggest suppliers of computing chips to automakers and Amazon Web Services is the largest cloud computing service by revenue. So, I mean, it just as we see the opportunity to help automakers make impactful improvements throughout throughout vehicle life cycles with new data insights and the ability to make continuous improvements using machine learnings and over the year update. Okay, so if I'm reading this right, maybe maybe this will be a a chance to update like cars firmware and software over over the internet i guess i mean i just don't understand and and maybe this could be my ignorance on cars i don't know everything about cars so i i just i need more data i need the info not 100% sure what to make of that not 100% sure why my car would need to talk to the cloud you're listening to the nerdy merc Something I said in a recent episode, I mentioned that I actually had a dash camera for my car. And I actually had someone send me a message saying, why do you have a dash camera in your car? So glad you asked. Hi, Jeff, the Nerdy Merc here. Uh, My background is obviously very heavily laden with security, uh, physical security, as well as, uh, well, okay, we're talking about physical security here, so that's what really matters. Okay, very, very security-centric background. And, but the addition of, of dash cameras to my car was actually a very recent thing. I didn't always have dash cameras in my car. I, whether you believe this or not, I did not always have uh, security cameras in my house. Now I have several all around. 
Like I've got complete 360 coverage all around my house. I, huh. I don't know why. I guess I, I guess I always felt like I'd never really need them. But I gotta say, the events of this last since let's see, the, the last six months, six seven months, have really shown me that they're necessary. And I mean, in addition to all of the, you know, the, 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 the security you get around your house, or I should say, you know, at least the recording of everything around your house, you know, for later perusal. The reason I really made the jump to get dash cameras is because lately, how often have you seen stories about people that are protesting and blocking roads? Hmm? Right here in Indianapolis, there was a guy wearing tiger stripe pants that held held a pistol at a low at the low ready to a vehicle going down Meridian Street, right there at Tenth uh, and Meridian, the Tenth uh, and Meridian, Eleventh and Meridian, right there by the uh, I what is that? I guess that's the I uh, sixty five hundred pass. Yeah, just downtown Indianapolis. That guy has not yet. Uh, the, the police haven't arrested him. Everyone knows who he is. He's even on, on Facebook and so other social media bragging about the incident, claiming self-defense, yet when he yet when the guy in the truck backed up and went to the other side of the road and tried to go around him, this person claiming self-defense went to the other side of the road to stop the truck again. So, in that kind of situation, it's the word of the motorist who's probably terrified... Versus the word of the mob. And you know they're going to be like, no, no no one had weapons. No one had weapons. And blah, blah, blah. I mean, and the only way, the only way we even knew that is because someone was filming it. One of the mob was filming it. So, at this point, if you don't have some sort of security camera system in your car, you really should think about it. Because... When it's you or the mob, you know, one or two people might have guns, one or two people might have some other kind of weapon, but when it's you and the mob, it's going to be your word against the mob. And wouldn't you like to have a little bit of peace of mind knowing that there is a third, completely unbiased eye kind of watching over things for your safety and theirs? So that is why I actually have a dash camera. I have them in all my vehicles. My kids got one. My old lady's got one. I have one. They're just supplemental security package. Well, that's the end of this segment. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion, give me a call, 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Find me on all the social medias or go to the website, www.nerdymerc.com. Make sure you stick around for the next segment, and thank you for listening.